1: Morning it's and welcome o'clock. to America. Yes. And well, now well, the We're the glad to have for. you tuned in let's today, and uh, let's,
2: let's this is uh,
1: our second show, okay. and it's uh, now, on sports management. And I think it's uh, a fantastic. Device. And a million dollar yes, ball, I believe yes. that's what he's
3: very famous among the Venezuelans Thank and you. the Latinos. Mm-hmm. his name is Mr. Robert Alonso
2: Mr. Robert Alonso
3: I consider him an expert in mm-hmm. the issues that we are we going to be talking today mm-hmm. and um, let's see if we can listen to him yes, you so how's you been you do, uh, your day going?
2: Mm? very good, very very good and yeah. I think we have uh, right now Mr. Alonso online uh, Robert are you there? Robert? Hello? Maybe I'm
3: I don't have see. feedback. Uh, okay, so uh, we're going to be talking today about what?
4: Well, Hello, I stu- can't hear
5: you.
3: Okay, yeah. can you hear me? I can't hear him.
5: Robert? Carlos Alfredo, I can't hear you.
2: Okay, okay.
5: Well, Robert... You have, um, you have to speak
2: louder or something. I, I have to you. speak louder. Turn okay. Your
1: radio, turn your telephone up. Yeah.
2: Okay, Robert. Um, we need to know a little bit who is Robert Alonso, please. That's the first question. Who is Robert Alonso? Who is Robert Alonso?
5: Ha! You're asking me. Yes. You're asking me. Well I was born in Cuba and I went to Venezuela as an exile at the age of eleven with my parents
4: mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> and in nineteen seventy two I was studying in West Germany and from that moment on I joined what they call the world around the world aha uh-huh. And uh, that's about uh, 47 years ago. Okay. And uh, since then, since then, I have been in many places, Vietnam, Afghanistan, uh, uh, Angola, uh, Grenada, uh, Chile, uh, Colombia, Nicaragua, and of course, Venezuela. Uh, in 1985, I wrote a book, published a book, about the uh, explosion of the Cuban airplane. It was uh, in, in that uh, event, <coughs> they were supposed to kill 72 persons, and, and, and I investigated. It took me about four years of investigation. And I discovered that it was not 72 or 74 people who died in that uh, in that plane. <clears throat> there were seven other uh, uh, victims, and uh, we discovered, like I say, four years. The, it took me four years to discover that. We discovered that those seven people. That uh, Castro didn't uh, report. They were Castro's generals who were fighting in Angola, and they were sending them back to Cuba with a lot of uh, military, military power and political power too. Mm. So I wrote a book, uh, uh, which I titled the. Uh, Cuban, the Castro's general. Castro's general. And there, uh, after four years of investigation, we discovered that the bomb was not placed in the bathroom of the airplane, like Castro said. Castro said that uh, they they placed a C-4 bomb in one of the bathroom of the airplane. We discovered Uh, Because Eric Newton, who was uh, a technician who discovered, uh, who the uh, British uh, government sent to uh, Barbados to investigate the explosion of the Cuban airplane, uh, he discovered that the bomb was uh, dynamite, and it was placed in the uh, bottom of the airplane. And uh, that was a revolutionary Investigation, because due to that uh, uh, detail, the four people who were accused of blowing the Cuban airplane were uh, 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 were discovered that they were innocent, and that sentence was to be uh, confirmed by the higher uh, court, by the higher military court. Anyway many years after that one of the uh, people involved in the uh, explosion supposedly involved in the explosion whose name was Luis Posada Carriles he was tried uh, trial here in the United States in Texas state and they used my book to uh, to let him free mm. because we proved or, or I proved that uh, the explosion was not in the bathroom of the airplane but it was placed in the uh, luggage compartment of the plane. Wow. And nobody had uh, access to that compartment but the Cuban government. And after more investigation <clears throat> we came to the conclusion that Castro was the one who blew the uh, Cuban airplane uh, to get rid of, of the uh, general who, was, who were coming back from Africa from the Angolan war, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and that was uh, a, a main event uh, of the of the operation. So everything's then uh, the, the, pop, the the book was uh, published in eighteen hundred and eighty-five. After that, I started to write in the internet and uh, warn the Venezuelan people about the danger of uh, uh, becoming of Venezuela becoming a, a, a communist regime because uh, the way that Castro was handling that uh, event that he accused the, the, the Venezuelan president and the military as uh, a uh, whole, uh, whole and the judges and everything. He said that he was going to take measures ag- against the uh, Venezuelan government. And in 1960, uh, Castro uh, started a, a guerrilla war in Venezuela. That guerrilla war was defeated not only by the uh, Venezuelan go, uh, army, the air forces the, uh, the armed forces, but they were defeated among themselves because of political divisions of the Communist Party. And thanks to uh, to uh, a group of uh, anti-castro Cuban, who who uh, were in the Venezuelan political police and they discover many many uh, movements among the uh, guerrilla uh, among them was the invasion of Macuruguto uh sent by Castro happens, to Venezuela the guerrilla the guerrilla was defeated however a new a new guerrilla many years ago uh, an urban, urban guerrilla uh-huh. started in Venezuela okay. and uh, that guerrilla was too defeated by Luis Posada Carrile who was a, a Venezuelan Cuban uh, who uh, used to command the uh, Venezuelan political police uh, it was called then uh, Dijepol then they changed the name to Deceit and now they call them sedin. So, in 1985, I started to uh, write about the danger of Venezuela becoming a communist country. Nobody believed me. Nobody believed me. And as uh, the years went by, and uh, Chavez. Uh, intended a coup against uh, Carlos Andrés Pérez, and that coup was defeated, and and Chavez was sent to to prison. But before they sentenced him, President Caldera uh, pardoned him and, and took him to the political arena. Of course, everybody who surrounded Chavez at that time were all-time communist so nobody knew who Chavez was but uh, since he was backed up by the old communists in Venezuela uh, most of which were leader of the uh, 1960 1970 guerrilla warfare, warfare I was sure that if Chavez was the uh, placed in in the government by Castro, Venezuela was in great danger. Nobody believed me. And even though only 30% of the Venezuelan voters voted uh, in that election, Chavez won the election and became the president of Venezuela. And uh, by the way, the first article published by the Miami New Herald uh warning the venezuelan people about the danger of uh, venezuela becoming a, a communist regime it, it was me and I, I i am proud of that because i was the first person who publicly in, in the media of the united states <coughs> warned the venezuelan people about it but they didn't they didn't believe me because uh, The Venezuelan political situation at that time was a mess. Mm
4: -hmm.
5: The two main, or the three main parties uh, at that time, they were all corrupted. The the, the economy of Venezuela was going down down the drain. And the people of Venezuela wanted a change. And that's why Chavez mainly... Uh, uh, Was able to become President of of Venezuela So From that moment on I didn't quit Writing And publishing uh, My warnings about it I have more than 7,000 articles Written and published In the internet If you go to Google And you have uh, Write Robert Alonso Alonso, you will find thousands of of, of article published there. Then, <laughs> in 2004, um, I um, I saw the idea of a strategy called La Guarimba. La Guarimba uh, is is a strategy that will take the people out on the street, build barricades. Once they, will, they build a barricade, they, they go back to their home, and that way we can paralyze the whole country. And we did that in 2004. That took me, of course, uh, the false opposition of Venezuela, because one of the first things that uh, Castro... Uh, advise Chávez to do in Venezuela is to build their own opposition. What they call here in the United States, Renos. So, on one hand, we have the regime, the Castro-Communist regime, uh, which uh, was led by Hugo Chávez. And on the other hand, we had a, an opposition uh, that was composed by uh, Rhinos, Everybody there were renos. So I started. I started uh, uh, denouncing them and warning the Venezuelan people that those opposition leaders were fake.
3: Robert, me? me Escuchas? Robert, me escuchas? Okay, David wants to ask David, you a question.
2: David Moxley, the uh, director of America's Web Radio, wants uh, to
5: ask I, you a I question. can't hear you very well. I can't hear you.
2: He you cannot hear you. you have, you have to talk me. louder. Okay, the, uh, David Moxley, the director of America's Web Radio, wants to ask you a question. About the two.
1: Uh, yes, sir. We've been uh, getting uh, notified in, in the local media about the... Uh, two Americans that have been captured do you know anything about that and they're, they're calling it Venezuela is saying it oh it's a, a coup attempt but uh, do you know anything about that and what's going on today in uh, Venezuela with the, with the two Americans
5: well I know very much about it as much as anybody can know because uh, we do not have all the detail and there's a lot of uh, questioning about it and all that. Now, these two two American uh, soldiers of fortune, they were caught in Venezuela because there was a contract that was signed by, by what they called the Venezuelan uh, legal president, Juan Guaidó.
4: Mm.
5: <clears throat> and they had a, a plan... To capture uh, 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 Nicolas Maduro, in order to claim the the 15 million dollars for his head. Now, these two Americans, they they went into the uh, Venezuelan territory and they were caught. I I heard yesterday Mike Pompeo saying that the American government will do everything they have in their power. To free these two Americans, which I really doubt that they will they will do, because these these were soldiers of fortune. They they knew what they're doing, and and they and they went into Venezuela with a military purpose. Now, uh, the question here is who were who were the leaders of that coup attempt? Mm. The main leader of that coup attempt is General uh, uh, Alcalá Cordones, Cleaver Alcalá Cordones, who is now in the custody of the American justice,
4: Mm
5: -hmm. uh, accused of sending to the United States since since 2011 250 tons of cocaine a year. And he's right now Waiting for a trial
4: mm-hmm.
5: uh, He is the, he, uh, Supposedly uh, and, and, that, and that's what they all say He was the leader Of the coup tent The other leaders of the coup tent <clears throat> Are people Who were very close To Diosdado Cabello Who were very close To El Pollo Carvajal Which is a uh, General accused of being uh, a narco distributor, and uh, nobody knows where he is right now. And there's many doubts about uh, what was going on and uh, what they were intended to do. Now, uh, there is a Canadian American that he says that he owns a mercenary company. Now they called contact company, uh, who is saying a lot of things, okay. who is claiming Robert, that he was asking for a million and a half dollars for the operation. Okay, and they didn't uh, pay we'll, one cent.
2: we'll be back hmm? in a, We'll be back in a minute. We have a, br- a commercial break. Just a moment, please. Mm-hmm.
5: All right.
1: Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around Town Movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's talk Venezuela. We have Robert Alonso in, in línea and Robert, we're going to be taking uh, every 15 minutes a break, okay So um, you listening to me? could you could,
5: uh, <laughs> estoy I'm listening, I'm okay, listening. Now, How All many right, minutes are we going to take?
3: Um, every fifteen minutes, we take a. F- uh, we just took our first break, so the next one is going to be in thirteen minutes.
5: All right. All okay. Right?
3: Okay. Go ahead.
5: Okay. So now uh, there is a contract that is signed by uh, one, two, three, four people. Mm-hmm. The f- the first signature is supposedly belongs to the uh, president Guaido. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay.
5: The other one is by uh, Sergio Vergara, who represents Guaido. Okay. The other one is uh, 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 is, is the signature of J.J. J., J. J. Rendon, who represents Guaido.
4: Uh-huh.
5: And the other one, as, as a witness,
4: uh-huh.
5: is a lawyer from Washington, a Cuban lawyer from Washington, D.C., called Manuel Redureta. Okay. That's, that's a not a, that's a, not a uh, Cuban-American a law American lawyer in Washington, D.C. and he is uh, specialized in uh, defending uh, narcos. Oh right? my defending narcos. Now, <clears throat> at, the, at the beginning, two, three days ago, they say that that contract did not exist. But last night, last night in in CNN, uh, J.J. Rendon, he said that, yes, that contract exists, and that was his signature, and was the signature of uh, uh, Sergio Vergara. Sergio Vergara hasn't said anything yet, but they left outside of that conversation the name of Manuel Retureta who is very important because uh, he he was the witness of the signature of that contract and that contract was supposedly signed by President Guaidó but JJ last night said that President Guaidó didn't sign that contract so, right now, I'm sending a lot of uh, uh, communication to a lot of news uh, persons that they have to contact Manuel Retureta. Mm-hmm. And I have the phone number. I have the phone number of that person. So they can call him. They can call in uh, and find out uh, if he, as a witness, can, can say that uh, who signed that contract and... Uh, if it, if, if it is true that President Guaido signed it. Now, the phone number of this person is 202 450 Could you repeat Everybody, that again? Any, anybody can call him.
2: Can you repeat it, please?
5: Uh, yes. 202 450 Six six one one nine. Now,
2: that's Manuel Retureta's uh, phone yeah. number.
5: Yeah. Huh?
2: That's yes. Manuel Re- Retureta's phone number.
5: Th- that's right. That's oh, right. Okay. Now, now, uh, now, anybody can call him and say, uh, "Mr. Retureta, uh, you are the witness of that contract." Now, 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 we we know that the contract exists. Uh, did you see uh, uh, President Guaido sign it? Uh, because he was a witness he had mm-hmm. to say yes or no mm-hmm. okay. and uh, in the event that president president guaido did sign that contract then the venezuelan authority have to take measure have to have to uh, detain president guaido and ask him why he he, he signed that contract of but President Guaido right now he said he didn't sign anything so that's a big question right now <clears throat> now if they don't do anything about it if the regime the communist regime in Venezuela doesn't do anything about it well people have to ask why you say well if President Guaido signed that contract to, to capture uh, uh, Maduro in order to collected fifteen million million then President Guaidó will be in great trouble but if they don't do anything about it then why why they don't do anything about it because there's a lot of people who think and I'm talking about analysts political and military analysts there's a lot of people who think that this is all made by Maduro Mm -hmm. Okay, this is a and about a month ago the Osado Cabello in his program, TV program he explained the whole operation with everybody with the, the picture of everybody the names of everybody and yet they went through with the operation, why? now there's another question about that <laughs> maybe Maybe the uh, mercenary, the soldier of fortune, they needed to do some operation, even if it was going to fail, like it did, in order to collect the million and a half dollars uh, uh, that, that, that it says in the contract. Uh, now, the head of that uh, contract, the Canadian-American mercenary, uh, he, he says that he's going to sue the Venezuelan President Guaido because uh, he did what he was supposed to do. And he sent a bunch of, I don't know, fools, some boys or somebody, some, someone that didn't have any idea of what was going on. Some of them were killed. Some of them were, were captured. Like uh, General Maduel Son that he was captured and tortured.
3: Okay, we're going to a break, okay? We're coming back, honey. Mm-hmm. In
5: 2009,
0: the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients, dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer... Please go to www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs the number four patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you.
6: This is
2: Dr. Susan Blank, host of Detailing Addiction on America's Web Radio. Please join us at 4 p.m. on Tuesday afternoons.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
2: And this is Let's Talk... Venezuela.
3: Venezuela okay Robert. Robert. Robert okay
5: okay now okay now the um, this uh, mercenary the head mercenary who is a Canadian American
4: mm-hmm. who
5: has fought in many wars for the United States at the Green Beret, he said that nobody paid him a cent that uh, President Guaidó didn't honor the contract yet he went through it. Now, <laughs> who pay for that? Who paid for that? Okay. Who finance? Who finance that? Now, in in our investigation, uh, we found out uh, an, an, a name that is very important, especially for the American people, uh, George Soros. Now, George Soros uh, finance the. Actual president of Colombia, Iván Duque, and there's a lot of uh, information in the internet. In fact, uh, Iván Duque has promoted the open society that George Soros is promoting worldwide. Mm -hmm. And I I have a a page in in my uh, in, in 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 the internet, which, unfortunately for your English audience, is in Spanish. And you can check it out, RobertAlonsoPresenta.com. Okay. RobertAlonsoPresenta.com, and you go into the um, uh, all the content of Robert Alonso. You, the first thing that you find, you you hit, it will be Operation Hedeon. and and you will see everything that has gone on uh, from day one to today. And so, <clears throat> that is in Spanish, of course. Maybe, maybe it can be translated.
2: This, this uh, has some. S- this has sense okay. because because the, um, the the lawyer that signed the contract is uh, is is in opposition of President Trumps, and uh, and it's a uh, it's a common thing uh, uh, with uh, with Mr. Joe Soros So so what you say has a lot of uh, makes a lot of sense. Yes.
5: Okay. That, that page right now, uh-huh. I'm checking it. I'm, I'm checking it now. <coughs> that page right now has over two two million hits. Uh, two million hits. Okay. Uh, a lot of people who who are uh, checking it out. No,
4: mm-hmm.
5: exactly. I will tell you. It's open. It takes a while to open because uh, there's a lot of information involved in there. Uh, but right now, right now, as I can tell you. Uh, let me see. I'm going down, 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 down. They have uh, two million one hundred and fifty eight, seven hundred and ninety Wow! And and uh, it's a lot of hits, no? mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> Okay. So, what your sorrows have to do with this? Who financed this uh, mercenary? If if he's, he he claimed that they didn't pay one cent for it. Now, they, now Jay said that he paid fifty thousand dollars out of his own pocket, and the mercenary said that yes, he got that money. So if Jay uh, Jay paid him fifty thousand dollars, that means that the contract was uh, was alive, of and course. he have to honor this mercenary with one million and five hundred dollars. By hundred thousand dollars now, in Cuba, because I'm Cuba, uh, uh, there was what we call the industry of the counter revolution. It's an industry, it's a business, a great business, and 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 uh, there's some people, some Cuban people, who said that they were going, there were. Uh, forming an army to overthrow Castro and they needed money Mm -hmm. and and a lot of people gave them money uh, uh, to a lot of uh, people who were doing this. And so they say to the people who who gave them money, okay, on the 23rd of May, we're going to send a group of uh, soldiers through Guanabacoa, which is a place in Cuba. Mm and the Castro regime were waiting for them, just like happened the other day in Venezuela Hmm. they were waiting for them, they killed them or they shoot them in the the fire squad and then they go and tell the people, well we we failed but we didn't have enough uh, funding, enough uh, financing and we need some more money for the next uh, operation (laughs) and these were going on on and on for decades, for over 20 years
3: Taking money, and,
5: uh, and that's what we call the the uh, counter-revolutionary industry.
3: Industry, yeah, the business. Okay. Yes, <laughs>
5: it, it could be it could be that we are uh, we are in front of a new uh, count, Venezuelan counter-revolution industry here. Okay, now we have a a, a a person called Pablo Medina, who you can see in the page that I publish. That he was asking, he, he said, we need, We don't need in too much money. We don't need too much money. We only need $400,000. $400,000. $400, that's the only thing that we need.
3: Hmm.
5: And we are preparing an army to hmm. free Venezuela from the communists.
3: Yeah, it looks like they're repeating the same strategy that they did in Cuba, in Venezuela, and in Nicaragua. Is always repeating the same strategy with different, <coughs> different faces. Different it it
5: could be. It could be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's too early right now to give you an, ex- uh, you know, exactly what happened. But uh, there's too many things involved around it. Too many things involved around it. Now, one of the
4: <clears throat>
5: one of the uh, left hand, uh, right hand, <laughs> maybe the left hand <laughs> <laughs> of, of, of El Pollo Carvajal, okay. which is an an a general claimed by the American justice, who nobody knows where he is. He escaped from Spain.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh,
5: he was involved in the operation. In fact, he went to Venezuela in one of the two uh, uh invasions, let's call it that way, and he was caught in Venezuela. Nobody knows where he is. He was not killed, but he was he was the right hand of pollo carvajal and he was informing directly to the osaldo cabello who is the number 2 in the venezuela regime if oh not my. the number if not the number 1 okay because uh, maduro you know he, like we say if he falls down he will eat grass he doesn't have a mind. oh my right so uh, maybe the number one in Venezuela has been uh, Diosdado Cabello. So there's there's a lot of things that we are investigating about it. Now, <clears throat> uh, who who hired this Cuban American lawyer whose uh, phone number I just gave you? Who hired that? There are people saying that. It was J.J. Rendon who hired that that lawyer in order to become a witness of the process. Now uh, J.J. Rendon uh, has a, a connection with other with a Colombian narco lawyer, very very uh, uh, popular in Colombia, uh, who. You know he has con- connection with, with this type of people. Okay, so uh, it, it, we have to look into it. That, like I say, it's too early right now to give you the, an exact uh, exactly what happened. But the people who are involved here, uh, they're not good people, they say. Oh my! They're starting with uh, General mm-hmm. <coughs> Clever Alcalá Bordone. Who recently was uh, taken uh, was deported from Colombia to the United States, and he's right now uh, awaiting a trial. We don't know what he's saying. Nobody knows what he's saying. Uh, and he claimed that the, 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 the that he managed the operation. He claimed that he's the head of the operation. Oh. Uh, he claimed that he's he, the, that the president Guaido signed a contract. And now we are beginning to find out that the contract really existed because J. J. Rendon last night in CNN uh, accepted that, that he signed the document. <laughs>
2: Oh my! This a sounds long, this sounds a, a more like video. a novel of 007 than than uh, <laughs> something like politics, my friend.
5: <laughs> uh, you can
2: make a movie out of it. You, you can make a, a movie out yeah, of it. A series. A series like,
5: like a, a Netflix, like the
2: Marvels, like the Marvels.
5: Yeah, yeah. You have to contact Netflix. <laughs> Netflix will be very uh, happy to get all this. You know, may, maybe maybe I send the uh, script to uh, Netflix. You know, because <laughs> <coughs> because I have connection with them and I have connection with Hollywood.
2: Because you know, uh, yes. my, my mm-hmm.
5: sister is mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe
2: with Maria practice. Conchita can help us on that. <laughs>
5: yeah, she, she she can help. Uh, you know, find out. Uh,
3: yeah, uh, no kidding, uh, no uh, kidding.
5: Take you there It would be very nice to do it. You know. Yes. And uh, and uh, well, you know, in fact, you know. Uh, the, this uh, mercenary, this Canadian-American mercenary, said, "Hello, hello, hello. Yes, hello. I'm here.
2: I'm here. I'm here.
5: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm receiving. A, I'm receiving a, a phone call. So, oh. so okay. Uh, but uh, this American-Canadian mercenary uh, has claimed that the troop that he, that he was training, they didn't have enough to eat." And they were sleeping in a cemetery. Oh, my. You know, <laughs> so, you know, so uh, how are you going to overthrow uh, the, the, the Castro regime in Venezuela? Because it's the Castro regime in Venezuela.
2: Without logistics. How are you,
5: how are you going to overthrow them with people who are hungry?
2: Yes, without who logistics. Are sleeping,
5: who are sleeping in the cemetery.
2: No, that's... That's something it doesn't that make no sense. It's fishy.
5: It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make A- anything here makes sense. So, so we have to look into it. Now we have, you know, we have the element to start investigating, uh, 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 you know, Deeper uh-huh. But right now, right now, I can tell you, nobody has. Only few people knows inside of the operation what what really happened. But outside the operation, we, the outsider, we have no any clue to be able to tell the media what really happened. The only thing that we can do is to say, well, this doesn't make sense here. This doesn't make sense here. And and this is uh, very screwy. So we have to go farther into it.
4: Mm -hmm.
5: But we have to warn. We have to warn the American people because... You know, Venezuela is is a danger to the American society for many. You know, uh, Venezuela, the Helzmolá, they own the the whole island, the island of Margarita, which used to be uh, the number one tourist uh, place in Venezuela. They own Margarita, Helzmolá, and there are people from Iran uh, that are... uh, Taking all the uranium from Venezuela to make an atomic bomb. Mm. Under uh, China mm-hmm. owns a lot of, of, of the Venezuelan country. <coughs> you have the Russian. You have everybody there. We have a mess over there. And, 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 and you have the American people have to you know to to be careful about that, and they have to make pressure. Congress unexpl- on 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 the uh, on the White House
4: mm-hmm.
5: they say listen it, it, it's only uh, 12, 1200 kilometers away mm-hmm. they can send they can send a, a, a plane from 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 Venezuela and in in, in in an hour and a half they can bomb the United States
3: that's true. Oh, okay uh, we're going to a break uh, Robert
5: all right.
0: If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com.
4: This is Darrell Pullis inviting you to listen to America's Homegrown Veggie Show right here every Saturday morning at 10 Eastern Time. Great guests, great tips, and valuable information about growing your own vegetables, fruits, and herbs
1: Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around-Town Movers for that local or cross-country move. Timothy, Around-Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around-Town Movers.
0: Call. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
2: And we're with Robert Alonso. Robert is the best analyst of the Venezuelan situation that I (coughs) ever know. Never, never, ever. He never make a mistake about the the kind of the Venezuelan situation. About seven years ago, you taught us how to make conclusions based on incomplete information about possible scenarios on, uh, on, on on a situation. And uh, now you have the crystal ball, and tell us what do you think about all of this? So, what is your conclusion,
3: Robert, about this?
5: Co- the conclusion <coughs> uh, is that the whole operation was infiltrated by the government, by the regime, by the Venezuelan regime. Now, uh, a year ago, over 100 Venezuelan soldiers, including officers. Mm-hmm. They defected to Colombia. Yes. Now, now, I bet my life that among those uh, 100 uh, soldiers and officers, mm-hmm. the uh, Castro regime in Venezuela uh, sent some of, them, uh, of their agents. Mm-hmm. Because in Cuba, in Venezuela, the intelligence department of, of Castro operate. They call them the G2, the G2. Mm-hmm. And they were trained in in the in the, in the west in the east Germany Stasi and in the uh, uh, Soviet Union KGB. They know what they're doing,
4: mm-hmm.
5: so they so they are infiltrating everything. They infiltrate even the church. They infiltrate everybody like they did in Cuba. So, <clears throat> what what can we think about this? We think that this operation was all infiltrated by the government of Venezuela. In fact, uh, a month ago, like I said before, the Osado Cabello went on television and and explained the whole operation. So this is crazy. It's crazy. It's very crazy, crazy. yes. Yeah, so... What what, what we have to do is warn the American people about it. Uh, We have to warn... The America of the danger of the American people. Now, for example, in the United States, every four years or or eight years, they change the whole political situation. They change president. In 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 Russia, in China, in Cuba, they don't do that. Mm -hmm. So so they keep they keep on with the same strategies uh, for many years. So we are in disadvantage with with the enemy. The enemy knows what to do. Uh, we don't. By the time we we learn what's going on, the new president comes in.
3: Uh, yeah, and, like
5: and, and they change the whole situation.
3: Yeah, exactly. So like like, like <laughs> Obama, Obama. You know, the eight years of Obama, he overlooked. Venezuela, he didn't care. Um, He stopped any intelligence on the Hezbollah, on the uh, all those Islamic groups that are, like you explained earlier, they took over the uh, island of Margarita. You know, he overlooked all that. So.
5: And, and he, and he was informed about it. Yeah, and he I was, but he, you, d- but he, but he didn't. I can d- tell you he was informed about it.
3: Yeah, but his, <laughs> his purpose, his purpose in America was to, like, uh, a lot of his friends said, to make America more Islamist. So, and making America more Islamist is not only United States. He allows that in the, in the Latino area too. Venezuela Paraguay he he,
5: he financed he financed the islamic movement he he financed the uh Wuhan laboratory mm-hmm. now that, uh, so so we are we are we are paying now uh-huh. For the eight years that Obama was in government, it's disaster. Yeah, United
3: we are paying the consequences. It's being That's a disaster. What we're paying the
5: consequences.
3: Yeah, we are eh? paying the, the disaster <laughs> in the in the intelligent way. In the you know the intelligent being the, um, the the health. We are paying with the health too. We are paying with immigration. You know all this caravan. All <laughs> we're paying <laughs> with <laughs> our <laughs> liberties. Yeah, our liberties <laughs> are being.
5: And let, let me tell you something Because I was part of the intelligence uh, Department in the United States For many years What the CIA does And investigate, The DEA does, Doesn't know what they're doing I mean the DEA is by themselves The CIA is by themselves The FBI is by themselves And they don't communicate Between, between this uh, department that, that's, a, that's a great mistake that's a great mistake. The immigration agents—they don't communicate with the DEA. They don't communicate with the CIA. They don't communicate with the FBI. Where, so, where,
3: when they so created when they created the Homeland Security, they supposed to be exchanging.
6: Information, information
3: and they are not doing it but, but, but Mr. No, Barack no Obama oh, stopped all that he stopped all yeah. that so it's like yeah. a, we we have to rebuild that back again if we want to take leadership David, do you have any question, David?
1: No, we have a uh, <laughs> as you know, we have a special agent in charge that was with Homeland Security and
5: I Okay, th- and then, then, then we have another big problem here which they call the deep state. Which to me the deep state is the one who places president in, in, in the in in the White House. By the way, by the way, the White House, among all the powers in the United States, the White House is the is, is the one who has the less power. They, they, they are, they are. Like I say, the White House is the department of, of non-important business. That's what they call the White House. Wow. And the pres- and the president doesn't have the power to do a anything.
3: Lot of, a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
5: uh, David, what I the think pres- what the president of the United States says is because they told him to, ch- to say it. I, I am sure about that.
3: Robert, so, I think David yeah. have a question that he wants to ask you. One second, okay
1: not really I just uh, I don't know that I totally agree with you sir uh, we have uh, a lot of folks that uh, have been involved and uh, uh, you know I uh, everybody has their own opinion and uh, we're very fortunate to have uh, uh, someone that uh, has been there recently and uh, I I uh, you know, I respect uh, what he says and what he's done in the past, and uh, uh, you know, everybody. I, yeah, we have problems, and certainly the FBI. In fact, we're doing our own investigation of uh, the FBI and how they railroaded uh, General Flynn. Oh yeah, oh and, yes. um, But uh, yeah, but
5: you said you say something that is very important. You say something that is very, very, very important. <laughs> Everybody has their own opinion. Now, when when you have a democratic... I'm not saying that I would like to have a dictatorship, no? But when you have a a, a democracy, uh, you have to let everybody say their own opinion. And when everybody says their own opinion, it's a mess. It's a mess. Because you don't know who's saying the truth or the real truth. Or maybe they say half of the truth. Now, in, in this communist country, nobody can say their own opinion. <laughs> the opinion comes from one person. From communists. one person. And that's oh. it. So <clears throat> that, that, that is, a, is the disadvantage of the democracy system, democratic system.
1: Well, we, we are
5: everybody writes everything. We are and tells you everything. And, and, and then they give them a different opinion of what we have to do. And at the end there's so many opinions that that the general public yeah don't know what to do.
1: Well we are we are a democracy but we're a republic and when you get right down to it if you go back in and study the constitution and our founding fathers and the time that if the constitution was written, we're really a democratic we were intended to be a democratic dictatorship. And what I mean by that was um, before before we had all the media and all the rest, and, and the media, by the way, should be our watchdog over all the federal agencies, but they've been bought off by the Democrats like everybody else has been bought off by the Democrats, yeah. and they're not doing their job, which is to watch everything in government, be it the FBI, be it the uh... supreme court be it any of the three main branches but we were formed as a democratic dictatorship you would elect people to go and represent you and they would be sent up to this foreign land called washington dc they would make our laws or whatever they did and hopefully they worked harder than the ones we got now but anyway they would come up with laws they would come up with policy and then they'd go back to their constituents in Oklahoma or Texas or wherever they happened to be, and they would dictate what the government was going to do. They didn't They didn't go to the individual and say, what do you want us to do? There was no communication. That's it right. was they went up to Washington. They made the laws. They came back and said, this is the way it's going to be. That's right. Absolutely. And, uh,
5: yeah, but it's not.
1: It's not, it to, not no it's not today because you know uh, I don't uh, think well,
5: well, well you, you you have you have for example an executive order from the president of the United States and any judge can know that that that, that executive order
1: federal judge so
5: a federal judge any any federal judge can do it so imagine you know if you have that now they now in the communist country they don't do that they don't do they yeah. don't even have judges over there they, they cut your hair <laughs> you <know>? off <laughs> you know so this is the way it is and this is the way it is and that's it and nobody will dare to say something different uh, well, thank that, you very much a, uh, uh, they, hey,
4: robert, we're gonna uh-huh. robert
3: we're gonna be going to the second hour we're sitting in spanish you carlos Sorry. and me we're gonna we're gonna ha- we're gonna have a a blast. A blast in <laughs> Spanish. So thank you so much for uh, being here today in English. So uh, hold in there for us, please. We're going in a break, and we're coming back in Spanish. Thank uh, David,
2: you. do you
1: have any final word
2: about uh, this uh,
1: situation? Uh, thank you for coming on, and uh, hopefully we'll have you back and uh, be able to have you back on. And uh, keeping abreast, you know, it's where our <laughs> quote-unquote uh, fake News lets us down. We hope to tell the public, and we try always to tell the public the truth, be it m- from a medical standpoint or anything else. So we look forward to having you back and um, take care of yourself and uh, be safe in uh, Venezuela or wherever. All you
5: right. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. I, I'm going to be t- I, I, I'll be safe. I'll
2: be safe. Okay. <laughs> stand thank by for, for the second part <coughs> of, the, of the program that this is in Spanish. Okay.
0: Thank you, Robert. Uh, Okay, I I wait. I wait on the line. Thank Thank you. you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank
4: you for listening.